Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What's up, what's up? What's up? Man, it's been a long time. I said, you guys, if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. It's been a long time since we've been in this place. Holy smoke. I'm back, baby. I'm back. Oh, man, it is so good to be back. I hope everyone is doing well. I took a little bit of a summer break. I've had a lot of you guys ask me, did you stop? Is this is this it? Is it over? It ain't over. <laughs> it ain't over. This ain't done. Oh, but I did take a little bit of a summer break. Uh was working some FCA camps and just traveled a little bit. Did Some speaking engagements, which is crazy. I love doing that. And actually been hiring some some new staffers here in Greenville to be on staff with FCA. So super excited about that. And uh, actually took a couple days for myself. Did a little, well, let's go back. I tried. I tried to take a vacation. There were lots of phone calls and time-sensitive things that needed to be handled, but I tried. I mean, it was, the beach was awesome. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Destin, but man, when I was there, it was, the water was amazing. It was so clear. It was just good. Good time. So if you're looking for white sand, clear water, Destin, just check it out. It is worth the trip. Yes. Um, so man, it is good to be back. Let's go. I guess if I did seasons, maybe this would be season two or three or four. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't really know how to do the whole season thing. I just, I, I get on here and I talk about what God has been sharing me. So I don't even know what season this is. I'm not even doing seasons. Uh, but I'm in episode, I think this one is episode 63. So let's go. But all right, here, here's what I want to do. It's been a while since uh, since since I've talked to you guys. I want to start off with a joke. <laughs> if you have been around me this summer, you know the joke. You know what I'm about to. You know the joke I'm about to tell. I think it's hilarious. Well, okay, I think it is funny. Uh, maybe not hilarious. I think it's very witty. It's a very clever joke. There's a lot of people that don't get this joke, and I don't understand that. But all right, so we're, we're going to start out with a joke today, okay? So here it goes. It, again, I think this is so funny. All right, here's a joke. Two dogs walk into a bar. <laughs> That's how every good joke starts, right? Like, it's about dogs. There's a bar involved. Like, <laughs> what could go wrong? All right, so two dogs walk into a bar. Now, this is a dog bar. This isn't a people bar, okay? So... Two dogs walk into a bar. They open the door. They walk in. They're like, all, immediately, all the other dogs look at them. Kind of like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if you should be here. Like, so these two dogs kind of immediately felt like they were sticking out like a sore thumb, right? Like, just, oh, man, like, are we in the right place? Like, what is it? Like, we, I don't know. Like, they just felt odd, right? 
So as those two dogs are sitting there in this dog bar, like, I want to go to this dog bar. Like, I want to go here. But okay, as these two dogs are sitting in this dog bar, they look around and they, they notice that none of the other dogs in the bar have a collar on. You know, like a collar with like their name, like, hey, this is Sparky or this is Macy or this is Abel, right? So none of the other dogs have a collar on. Like they're the only two dogs in this entire bar that have a collar on. And that's when it hit them. They were in a stray bar. <laughs> they, were, they were in a stray bar. <laughs> Even Macy liked it. Like, even Macy, Macy got a little shout out right there. That's amazing. <laughs> a stray bar. Yeah, like, it's a it's stray bar. Like, it's a stray bar. Like, all the other dogs are strays. Like, they're the only two that have that have collars on. So, I, I think it's a funny joke. I think it's hilarious. Um, there's a lot of people that don't understand this joke, so I, I I don't know. I don't I don't know if we can be friends. I actually told this joke yesterday uh, to to somebody. I I mean, we just have a, a, a very similar sense of humor, and she thought it was stinking hilarious. So, but I tell you, who does not understand it? High school kids. I don't. What high school? It falls on deaf ears with high school kids. I don't. I don't know, but um, yeah, enjoy that. Enjoy that that little joke there. Um, okay, moving on. So, as you may have guessed, uh, you guys know I'm always talking about a book that I read. So I have read a couple of books since we have last talked. My last two books were "Praying Like Monks, Living Like Fools" by Tyler Staten and. Dude, listen up to this one. This one was a doozy. Uh, It's called The Cost of Control. Yeah. Why we crave it, the anxiety it gives us, and the real power God promises. And that's by Sharon Miller. And yeah, we're going to have to dig in. Like, both are legit, but we're probably going to have to dig into that control book at a later date. Uh, Man, it was so good. And if you are a control freak like me, man, I just, I love... Like, control gives me a sense of, it gives me the warm fuzzy. Like, hey, like, I, like, this is good. I know what's going to happen, right? If I can control the situation, I know what's going to happen. And, um, yeah, but it was, man, the book was really, really good. Uh, I'm old school, so I actually like to, I don't, I don't Kindle, you know, like, I don't read books on Kindle. I actually, I love buying the book, and, and I go through it, and as I'm reading it, I love marking it up. Um, but I am such a book nerd. I will mark it up and write stupid things in the margin like, wow, or dang. So yeah, total book nerd, but I have marked that book all up. So it was really, really good. Yeah. In the summer, man, I hope you guys had a good summer. Hope it was busy with all good things and family time and, and just taking some time to enjoy all things that summer brings. Mine was really good, but really busy. So, and I still, I'm at the, the, we're at the tail end of summer. School has started for just about everybody. Um, I think everybody's in school at this point, but have you ever felt like you've had so much to do and at the end of every day, it feels like you didn't put a dent in, in your to-do list, like what needed to be done for that day. You worked all day long, and at the end of the day, you kind of look at your list of, of things you wanted to accomplish, and 
man, you just kind of sit there and go, holy smoke, I I checked two things off of a list of 15. What? Yeah, that's kind of how I've been feeling lately. Just... It's just been one of those busy seasons, and I think everybody is has you know gone through seasons like that, and you know I just feel lately like man, I'm trying to keep my head above water, you know, like this week specifically has totally kicked my butt. I had a board meeting this week, a staff meeting this week, um, Zoom calls out the wazoo, uh, but yeah, just and I did, I did. Everybody saying, "Oh man, you're in ministry, like you need to honor the Sabbath." Hey, we all need to honor the Sabbath, and yes, I did take a break because I know that time off is important and it's needed, and and it's what we're supposed to do to honor God. But mm, and this is a big booty Judy, but it is so hard to put things aside when you feel like other people are waiting on you to get certain things done. Like I, yeah, I really struggle with that. I was, I was talking to one of my, my small group ladies and I mean, I was really, I was apologizing for not being a very good small group leader this summer and just kind of felt convicted, you know, because I love my small group and I feel like I've really dropped the ball, but I feel like I've been doing a million things, but not doing any of them. Great. Like, have you been there? I'm sure we've all been been there at some point, but I guess this is just, I'm, I'm going through a season of that right now. Um, you know, I, I don't want to do a million things mediocre. I just don't. I want to do God things great. Not good things. I said God things. And yes, I don't want to just, want to just do a bunch of God things. I want to do them, and I want to do them great. So, yeah, as you might know it, you know, like God has such a, he just pursues me as such a sweet way of just tapping me on the shoulder over and over and over and over again. But uh, the other night I went to Furman's first FCA huddle and uh, man, it was, it was awesome. It was great. And again, being there, it's part of my job. Um, and as you guys know, college kids, like they don't start anything at a decent hour. Like they don't even get revved up till nine o'clock. Like I ain't even lying. Like nine 30. I, I mean, I'm marching myself upstairs and me and the pups are shutting it down. Yes. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's part of my job and, and yes, they're doing some really cool things over there, but I was ready to be home when I was ready to, to start shutting it down and late nights, early mornings, all that kind of stuff. That's why this, this week has kind of kicked my tail, but, um, man, just doing a million things The the guy that was speaking that night, uh, he's great. His name is, is Charlie Buchanan. He's one of the pastors at First Presbyterian Church in downtown Greenville. And I've gotten a chance to know Charlie over the summer, and it's just been great just to, to kind of get to know him and, and to be able to hear him speak. He does a just a, an awesome job when he speaks. But the crazy thing is, when he was up there speaking on stage, and, you know, in my mind, I'm like, ah, okay, like, I have to be here. And, yes, I, I, I enjoy it, and I love it, but I also need just some – I would rather be at home right now, just kind of shutting it down and letting my mind – just kind of shut down, but Charlie spoke on Psalm 23, and it was literally like he was just speaking to me. Now, I know that I have spoken on Psalm 23 before. We've kind of broken it down on here, Um, but as you guys know, the more you read the Bible, when you 
I mean, we can read Psalm 23. There's five people that can read Psalm 23, and we can have five different perspectives. And I can read Psalm 23 at five different times in my life and probably get five different big ideas from it because of what I'm going through at the time. So when he talked about Psalm 23, man, I was like, ah, okay, like I know where he's going with this. But I really didn't, and it was awesome, and it was exactly what I needed. So that is what we're going to talk about today. And for most of you guys, Psalm 23 is the psalm that most people are familiar with because we hear it at funerals more than any other psalm. Um, And I don't know why. Like, it should be a psalm that we reference all the time, like not just at someone's funeral. But it was really good the other night. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about that a a little bit. The... The whole thing was, uh, Psalm 23, the whole thing is good, but we really didn't get past the first two verses, and I love that because that's kind of how I read the Bible. I'll read a chapter of something, and I get stuck on maybe a verse or two verses, and I really want to dig in there, but we're going to start with those first two verses. So in Psalm 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. (laughs) Yeah, up. Yeah, it gets better. It gets better. It goes on to say, he makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters or quiet waters. And man, I'm sitting there and here I am. I'm, I'm spinning all of these plates and feeling like I can't keep my head above water. And right there in verse two, it says, he makes me lie down. And not just like lie down, like in green pastures. Yeah, but... You know, that is said only after verse 1 affirms that he is our shepherd. He is our leader. He is our provider. And he is our refuge. My job at the end of the day is to be led by him. Period. Like, that's my job, is to be led by him. The work of my father will get done with or without me. He doesn't need me. He doesn't. He chooses me. And what a broken vessel he chooses, but he doesn't need me. And here I am trying to juggle what feels like a million things when all he is saying is, hey, follow me. Like, let's walk together. Like, let's let's do this thing together. When it's time to lay down, we're going to lay down. When it's time to walk, we're going to walk. And we're going to walk beside still waters. Like, what? Holy Spirit, I want that. That's what I want. That's what I want my ministry to look like. That's what I want my attitude to reflect. I want that. Don't we all? Man, and and I really, I haven't done a good job of keeping the right perspective this summer. Um, I am not the one holding everything together. I don't know why I feel like that. Like I kind of, so many times I put myself in a position of feeling like, oh my goodness, if I don't get this done, it's not going to get done. And that's just not the case, especially in ministry, especially in in a ministry. Remember, ministry is wherever you are. You don't have to be in full-time ministry to be doing ministry. So ministry is wherever you are. But for me, I kind of, I get all, I get it twisted. I mean, let's just call it what it is. I get it twisted and I give myself power that I was never meant to have. Like, I do not have the power to be like, okay, if I don't get this done, like, it's not going to get done. And if I don't get this done, like, this isn't going to be done for God. And these people are not going to, like, I'm going to mess up God's plan. No, no, no. How to, how to, how to, how to, how to. That's not how it is at all. 
So this summer, just being as busy and, and just feeling like I'm spinning all of these plates and I can't let any of these plates fall, you know, like I can't let them lose momentum. I've got to keep them spinning as fast as they are. And I've got to keep them all spinning at the, at the same time. And if I let one of them fall, like, you know, there's, there's gonna, you know, because I didn't do this, like there's gonna, God's, I don't know, like somebody's not going to hear of God or, or Jesus or God's will isn't going to be done in their life. No, thank God. I don't have that kind of power. So again, I'm not the one holding everything together. God doesn't need me. He doesn't need you. Like, let's get it, like, again, let's just put it out there. He doesn't need me, and he doesn't need you. He doesn't need us, but he chooses us to be a part of his work. And again, not my work, not your work, and it's not my kingdom. It's his kingdom. Man, like, how many times do I get that twisted? Like, I feel like I'm spinning all of these plates for the kingdom, but really, like, I'm spinning all these plates for my kingdom. Oh, Ooh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a little bit about, uh, what I've been dealing with lately. Crazy. Yeah, he is, man, just such a good shepherd, but I have been a crazy sheep. That's what I've been. I've been a crazy sheep. I've been running all over the pasture trying to show God how much I'm helping all the other sheep. And God is looking at me going, get your fuzzy tail over here and lay down for a dang minute. Yeah, I have a good, good father and a good shepherd. And so do you. My question for you all this week is, are you being led by the good shepherd? Are you being led well? Or are you the crazy sheep running around trying to run the show thinking that, if, if anything's going to get done, it, it's dependent upon you doing it. Yeah, I, I think we can all be a couple of crazy sheep every once in a while. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, just like Psalm 23, I have everything I need. I like nothing. And I want, I want so badly to walk beside still waters and lay down in green pastures. Man, I just, I want that. And I want my, my attitude and, and my character and I want my work ethic to reflect that. Um, side note, we're going we're gonna to chase a, chase a squirrel here for a minute, but it's a good one. Uh, years ago, when I was coaching at Furman, we were in the off-season, and there was a part of me that hated off-season because we called them individuals. Um, so we weren't practicing as a team. Like, we would bring the kids in and small groups, and they would come throughout the day to practice. And so instead of going through, like, a three-hour practice – I mean, we would literally be doing individuals all day long because you would have like groups of three or four kids come in at a time. And, you know, with those three or four kids, like you would, you know, uh, maybe it was a hitting day or maybe you're working position specific or, or whatever it was. But you really felt like you were out at the field for like five hours that day. So I enjoyed having team practice. So individuals was great because I got to really spend some time with the players in more of a, a intimate setting, a small group setting. But, um, man, there was this one day that, that there was a group of kids that came and, and we were supposed to be working on hitting that day. And the three kids that were in this group, man, I could just tell, like, they weren't feeling it. And the crazy thing, was, like, I wasn't feeling it either. So 
you know, it was one of those things. It was like, okay, well, we can spend an hour going through the motions and doing this because that way I can say as a coach, like, yes, I worked with you on your hitting, and yes, you got that individual time, but we just weren't feeling it. And so I never did this before, but I asked them, I was like, you know what? Just put your stuff down. Like, just lay your bats down. Take your batting gloves off. Like, just take your helmets off. Just put your stuff down. And I was like, everybody just lay in the grass. So right there at the cages, uh, at the softball field, we laid in the grass. We were on our backs in the grass, and and we all laid there looking up at the clouds. And we just started talking about, you know, like, hey, what what shape do you think that cloud makes? And so we started talking about the different shapes we saw in the clouds. And we did that for probably a solid 30 minutes. And it was one of those nice days where it wasn't hot, but it wasn't cold. Like a great fall day where you just, you enjoy being outside. But we just laid there in the grass, looking at clouds, talking about the shapes. And to this day, that is one of my favorite practices ever. I don't even know if the kids remember that, but I remember that because it was... I don't know, it was just such a, a really unique, special time, like a really sweet time for us, you know, as a coach and as a couple of players to just spend time not doing anything that had anything to do with softball. So it was really cool. And honestly, I, you know, I think it's time we all just lay down in the grass for a minute. I know maybe right now it's a thousand degrees outside where you are. I'm again in South Carolina, so it is a thousand degrees outside. So maybe after it cools down a little bit, but Take some time, lay in the grass for a minute, and look at the shapes in the clouds. Um, man, Psalm 23, and just read it and let it refresh you and let it rejuvenate your soul. Um, man, I love that my Heavenly Father has given me everything, everything I need. I lack nothing. And it, it, things that I do, things that He has included me in, it is not dependent on me. Like, I'm not going to wreck God's plan like thank goodness that I don't have that power and so yeah just reading through Psalm 23 what a good reminder for me and yeah I hope it's been a good reminder for you um so yeah sometimes just lay down let him shepherd you so whoa that's the first one back from summer break baby feel free to use that joke (laughs) they're in a stray bar they're in a stray bar. How amazing is that? Oh, man, feel free to use that joke. I love it. Um, it's hilarious. It's witty. It's very clever. But, man, I hope you guys have a awesome rest of the week. I'm so pumped and so jacked about being back and doing this and really being able to share what God is laying on my heart. So I, I can't wait to hear from you guys and hope this one uh, did you guys just good. Hope you laughed a little bit. Hope it made you think a little bit. And, um uh, Man, uh, of course, thank you guys for continuing to listen, and thank you for all the kind words that you guys have shared with me all summer long. I've had some really good stories of people sharing some of their favorite all-jacked-up podcast moments, so it was it was really cool this summer to talk to some of you guys. So I hope you have a great week, and here is to spending the rest of the week all jacked up! <laughs>